everyone, and welcome back to Marvel Mania, the podcast where we talk anything and everything Marvel-related. I'm your co-host for today, Garrett Broder, and with me is my other co-host, Brandon Janicki. Like I said before, welcome to Marvel Mania. Uh, today we will be talking about the show Moon Knight, and that is coming out on March 30th of 2022 and i think we are both very excited for this podcast or tv show if i had to guess i am getting very excited yeah much more excited for this one than i have been for any of the previous uh disney plus tv shows uh to be frank most of them have been somewhat mid to disappointing in my opinion haven't really been worth my time to watch the whole thing and especially after hawkeye i wasn't really excited for the next um disney plus marvel show that is coming out uh, but after seeing a couple trailers, uh, watching a couple featurettes, uh, and realizing that Oscar Isaac is going to be the main character, my hope has been restored a little bit, and I'm starting to get very excited for this introduction uh, for this new character. Oh, for sure. Uh, I would have to agree with the other t- uh, TV shows that Disney Plus has released. I do like uh, WandaVision quite a bit. Uh, the first two episodes were kind of slow, but it ended up tying into the other seven. So I was very pleased with that, but... Moon Knight, I am so looking forward to. Like, you don't even understand. I mean, you do understand, but you don't at the same time. <laughs> More so than Spider-Man, though? Ooh. If Spider-Man came out with a TV show, I'd be all over it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. But as for TV show-wise, I am very excited for this um yeah, it looks to have a uh, much more darker and much more uh, serious tone than any of the previous Marvel shows that have come out. Uh, I'm sure Oscar Isaac will give us another great performance, as it seems that his character, it's going to explore a lot uh, of the uh, mentality um, kind of state. and uh, for oh, those mental who, health. Mental sure. health, yeah, mental health and um, mental stability and stuff like that. Because uh, apparently, from what I've seen from the trailers... Uh, he seems to be living two different lives. At least that's what I got from it. And yeah. one of them is going to turn into the uh, Moon Knight, apparently. Yeah, exactly. There's two names, Stephen and Mark, I believe. That's right, Stephen and Mark, yeah. So that should be very interesting. Um, coming from someone who has family who has dissociative identity disorder, um, or friends, I guess, uh, it's very interesting to see how that will all play out as – did and two names all kind of go hand in hand so i'm i'm more critical of stuff like that so i'm really excited to see how they do with this mental health disorder if it, that is what it is yeah i'm very excited to see where they go with that as well um before this show does come out do you think we should do a ranking of the previous uh marvel disney plus shows talk about those a bit and see you know where we would uh put them in our rankings oh i believe that's a great idea all right, so going back to uh, WandaVision was the very first one. Uh, that was released over a year ago. Um, th- this is ultimately my favorite uh, Marvel show they have released so far. Uh, I do I like the theme and I like the imagination that they put into this show and the fact that each different episode um, kind of covered a different uh, decade of uh, uh, American television. I thought that oh, was yeah. a very, very clever idea. Uh, at first, it seemed, you know, kind of silly, kind of goofy, and like it was going to go nowhere. Um, but then it ends up tying in in a big way at the end. But it was really cool to see them pay homage to shows like uh, Dick Van Dyke and uh, The Brady Bunch, Modern Family, and other great sitcoms like that. So I think that was a very clever idea. And um, to have that all come together in the fact that Wanda has basically enslaved an entire town oh, and yeah. gone crazy after Endgame was very very interesting indeed 
Um, and you can kind of see where she's coming from because she was one of the characters at the end of Endgame who, you know, still had plenty of story to tell, plenty of character growth. And after, you know, the death of Vision and everything being lost for her, um, you can kind of see where one might, you know, go a little bit crazy. Maybe not slave oh, and, yeah. and, enslave an entire town, but, you know, she had the means, she had the abilities, so she figured, why the heck not? Yeah, make it so she had her life back, I guess. Yeah, so. exactly. Kind of make everything, you know, she never really got any say in her life before. Everything that had happened up until Endgame had kind of been a tragedy from, you know, her parents dying um, then her brother dying, um, everyone she loved basically gone. And, you know, she got to have a chance to fix that. Ultimately, uh, it did not work out, of course, but it, it was still uh, an interesting character study to do for the character of Wanda. Oh, for sure. And I think the very end, the very end scene of WandaVision where she's trying to, where she has the multiverse book, I guess if you want to call it. I don't really know what the That's book right. is called. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to figure out how to get her kids back. Um, very interesting how that all played out and how it will all tie into the multiverse as a whole. And it looks like the new Doctor Strange movie will definitely be covering even more of that. She seems to be playing a very uh, significant role in the new Doctor Strange movie. Uh, and it seems like she is now much more powerful, more powerful than ever, thanks to that book you were talking about where oh, she's, yeah. you know, gathering all these spells, gathering all this knowledge. She's going to be a true force to be reckoned with in oh, the yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. And we'll see if she... Uh, ends up staying good or turns evil or what is the wet whole thing will be about but uh, as for now i think she's still a uh, good heart like good hearted mm-hmm. and we'll see how she plays out in the uh, future doctor strange movie but going back to wandavision i think i think there's a lot to be desired uh from this movie is the whole like you said the whole uh timelines from different eras of television was very very neat and very well executed i think yeah i would agree um Going to the strange story, like the strange storyline that end up working. I think this is one of the few uh, Marvel TV shows that end up the storyline actually worked. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, the two things I can think of that I really did not like about it uh, is well, one, they brought back Quicksilver, which at first I was really excited about because I love, love the X Men, probably more so than the Avengers. So I was really excited to see um, uh, Evan Peters back as. Um, uh, playing his character as Quicksilver uh, in WandaVision. But then it turns out he was just some random guy. Um, with Oh, my gosh. What was his name? It was such a dumb name, too. Oh, I don't know. But I'm, I'm blanking on it. But it was not good. Uh, yeah, I, I remember being so stupid and so um, very cheesy. And speaking of cheesy, that kind of brings us to our um, villain, uh, Agatha Harkins, who everyone, you know, she's like, ooh, really um, scary witch from, like, the Salem witch trials time or whatever. Uh, and then, for some reason, everyone fell in love with that. It was Agatha, Agatha all, all, all Along song. I did not yeah. like that song. Same here, yeah. I, I agree 100%. I don't know why anyone liked that, because it just really cheesed up the character, and it made it seem, it, well, I guess, kind of like a, a silly sitcom. You know, I thought I thought we were yeah. past that point in the series, but they still wanted to, you know, put put the cheese, put the corniness in it. And, yeah, it just she wasn't really that interesting to me. No, I think... If they didn't have that song, she would have been very interesting, just because it really diminished her character, in my opinion. Mm. Um, where like the Salem witch trials, that whole thing where she was like the person causing, like a witch from the Salem witch trials, who was legit witch. Um, very interesting how that all would have all played out, but the song really ruined the character for me, just because it was so awkward. Yeah, it made us not take her seriously. Yeah, at all. exactly. Um, and as I was thinking about it, I just remembered uh, Quicksilver's name. 
And, you know, if this doesn't get you upset, if this doesn't make you hate the show or dislike the show, then nothing will. But I remember it, uh, it wasn't actually Quicksilver. It was, it was Pete a- or something, right? No, well, his real name, you know, Pietro. Pietro, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, no, but his, um, his, the actual person in the show, his name was Ralph Boner. Oh, remember that's that? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Wanda was just using him to play uh, Quicksilver, uh, which was confusing because she acts so surprised. But in the end, it was her all along. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just some random guy named Ralph Boner, and they played it off as like a joke at the end. And I, as an X Men fan. I was deeply disappointed and deeply hurt. Oh, <laughs> that was for so sure. dumb. For sure. Oh, man. That, that, I forgot about I was just thinking his name was Peter for some reason. I know it's Pietro, but... Right. Well, uh, his real name. Real yeah, his name. real name. But I was thinking um, his name in the show was Pe- Peter, but I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was it was much worse than that. <laughs> much, yeah, that's Much really worse bad. than having the name Peter, as bad as that may be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I have a good friend named Peter. And I sure. do too. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, well, then they're both in the same boat, aren't yes, they? Yes, <laughs> I'll just show Peter's podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, so next we have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's right. Uh, this is also this is a really, this is a bit of a mixed bag for sure. This is a uh, 50-50. Um, ultimately, not a great show. There are some cool things about it. Um I think the final battle scene was very cool, but everything else was pretty average and not much to be desired about. I, I think it that? was. I think it was. Um, it was a good show for um, Sam Wilson becoming uh, Captain America. Oh, I, sure. I think they did that well. Um, and I, actually, but even better, I think they also did Bucky's character more justice because they had to have him reconcile after um you know and deal with the trauma that he caused for being the winter soldier and all these true. past movies That's like true. you know this is the first time where he's actually you know a, a sane person and he's trying to put that past behind him and he literally he makes a list of all the people that he has to go to apologize to um to you know make up for all these terrible things he did and i you know i can't even imagine how you know how sorry he must be feeling how horrible difficult that would be yeah to go go apologize having to go up to the person you know the um the person that you killed their loved ones and say hey you know that was me that was the old me not the you know new me but i'm sorry about that oh yeah that would be really terrible so i I think that was good for his character and they did okay with um sam wilson uh where this show falls short um is I was actually going to say I did not like the final episode at all. I think really? I think the uh, final battle was way too quick. Oh, um, that is true. It looked cool though. <laughs> yeah, it looked it looked cool for what it was worth. It it did look cool, but I think it went by way too fast. And most of that episode was just um, just about uh Sam giving this super long long monologue speech to like the governors or the mayor or whoever it was yeah. in the town, just telling them that they need to do better. You know, get your American spirit on and, you know, do better as a people or whatever. And, you know, there was a lot of politics put into it. There was a lot of stuff about race and stuff like that. And frankly, I already see enough about that in our daily life. There's enough, you know, uh, controversy and enough, um, you know, uh, things going on political wise in our day to day lives that I didn't need Mm -hmm. to see a whole nother speech, a whole nother campaign about it. No, exactly. A Marvel show. And most of it was just devoted to that. And I was just like, Ugh, I, you know, I watch these shows and movies to get away from this stuff. And yet here we are and then it still comes talking back, about yeah. it. Yeah, it comes I mean, back. Some, some, I think in this type of movie, I think a little bit of it should have been, been in there. I think it was a good – like there's some good things about it being in there. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have been the whole 
six episodes or whatever yes. it was. It, it was every single every single episode. There was something new. Yeah, and yeah, um, like I think when uh, Sam got his shield taken away, and then they gave it to a, a white Captain America, like another white Captain America who was a super soldier. I guess. Yes, that's right. That was wrong in my opinion. Like that that they should have had like the um. Like some race thrown into it, like the whole controversy with all that. I think that was a great move on Marvel's part. But then coming back to every single ep- like that in the last episode, I think we're fine. The last, like the middle four episodes, they didn't need all that. It no, was just no, a, they really didn't. Yeah, but it was still a great show. Uh, the, I, the other disappointing part, I think this is the most disappointing for me, was the quote unquote antagonist of the show. The so-called flag smashers. Oh yeah. Do you even? Yeah. The, the what the heck was that? That that was such a weak ass pitiful group. I, I, I nobody should have felt threatened by them in no. any way whatsoever. They were led by a small, uh, a small girl who I find that so ironic because she's literally she's in charge of a bunch of like big buff burly men and it's just like this small timid little girl um who has a mask and for some reason she's in charge of them all um and the other question is why even make the flag smashers when hydra is still a thing oh yeah hydra has and always will be around in the marvel universe why if you make a show about the new captain america would you not include hydra and make a new more pitiful group of flag smashers whatever that's supposed to mean that was a really weak move and in no way did they felt threatening or intimidating whatsoever. No, I agree with that. Um, the other thing I didn't like about like a antagonist was the actual Captain America, like mm. the actual Captain. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Uh, the one thing I did like about it was when he um, brutally murdered uh, one of the Flag Smashers. I was actually going to agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the only thing I liked about him because it showed that he was not worthy. Right, and that was yeah. the one, and that Sam should have the shield. Yeah, it showed that, that he was I truly really... drunk with that power. Like, oh yeah, and I think that you know that was the first time. Just seeing that shot was actually very powerful. That was probably my favorite part of the show as well, where um it you know kind of uh the camera was underneath him as he was hammering you know the crap out of the guy with the shield, and then he slowly brought it up, and you see all the blood that is on you know Captain America's shield, the symbol for. Um, freedom, freedom and yeah. patriotism and you see all this blood and it's like wow yeah he, he done messed up right now yeah no and that's that never really happened i mean like no. there's a there's i'm sure there was some blood on the shield at some point but it wasn't from captain america just using brutally, his power brutally murdering, murdering yeah, people yeah exactly. it was trying to save it was trying to help people with justice and freedom and all that yeah that's when his so. character finally became much more interesting he was very one-dimensional at first and he didn't mm-hmm. seem you know, he was just doing what he was supposed to because he was the new Captain America, and he was kind of annoying. Um, but then he actual he started to have actual character traits, and you know, he became drunk with that power. Uh, and then at the end, you had uh that Hydra lady, uh Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. If I remember that correctly, I'm gonna that be very would, proud of myself. That's very good. I yeah, think that is it? Yeah, that sounds about right to me. Uh, she comes and she recruits him for what my theory is going to be the evil or dark Avengers. That's just my guess. Oh, I yeah, know that'd be really. I'm really excited to see how that all plays out, um, because she also recruits, um, as we'll talk about in. Well, actually, we won't talk about it because it's Black Widow's movie, but um, in Black Widow the end credit scene, um, Black Widow's sister, uh, is also recruited by her. Uh, oh, so that's, that, that's right. another person who'll be involved, I think. And, and that uh, comes in more into play in Hawkeye, Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, which we'll get to in a sec. But before that, we have uh, Loki to get Loki. to. Loki, yeah, that I love. That Loki I did love a lot. Loki, 
yes. Uh, better than Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, definitely. But I still have some problems with it, uh, nonetheless. I was actually talking about this with a friend yesterday who was kind of explaining it more to me. But um, the TVA did not like the whole idea of the TVA. Um, and for one major reason. So according to them, they are in control of, like, what? The major timeline? The major timeline, The main yeah. timeline, yeah. They, they control the main timeline. And according to them... Every decision made was planned by them. Yeah. I believe that's what they said. If, yeah. If that is true, if that is true, if every decision made in this timeline is planned by them, then nobody has any free will. No, and I didn't like that. Yeah. No, any any decision made, whether it was Thanos snapping his fingers, Tony saving the universe, uh, the Avengers breaking up, everything that happened, every decision made no longer mattered because it was supposed to happen according mm-hmm. to this, you know, random um, – time traveling seance group or whatever like yeah basically all free will in the marvel universe is gone now what my friend was telling me is that apparently i guess i didn't get this at first but at the end when the uh universe you know split up into the multiverse Mm -hmm. um and you know they killed that one version of kang at the end apparently you know that caused the tva to break apart and then he said that you know the decisions did matter for some reason because it's like the tva never happened I don't, That's fair. Yeah, I, I kind of I do get where he's coming from. It is fair. I still don't see it that way because you know we still saw the TVA. We got to know them and learn about them for five episodes. So obviously yeah. they were a thing. But now they basically, if anything, this makes it even worse because their decisions didn't matter and there was no free will. Um, and then it broke apart. So now their decisions did matter, which is what we thought before. So therefore, it's like none of that, that needed no, to happen. That was all useless. It was yeah. all useless, exactly. That all needed to happen That's for true. no reason. But I think um, it really gave Loki more character, which is even crazy because he has one of the most he's one of the most complex characters in the MCU. Very true. Yeah. So I thought I thought I loved his character in this show, though. Um, yeah, he him. did definitely get the spotlight, and I love what they did with him and the other Loki variants, for that matter. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it was a, like the girl Loki also did really. Uh, I can't think of her oh, actual uh, name. Well, her character's name is Sylvie. I don't know her so, yeah. actress, actress name. No, I don't know the actress's name either, but she did a really good job as well. Uh, she, her character is played very well. Tom Hiddleston and her uh, did a great job. They really smashed well in the show. Yeah, yeah, they have some good chemistry for sure. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, yeah, that's only my really major uh, complaint with it. Um, I did like Owen Wilson as his character. It was cool oh, he was him. really. It was really cool to see him. Yeah. I was so happy that he was in an mcu movie finally or mcu tv show in this case but yeah he was in the mcu and i'm sure he'll be coming back uh somehow because th- this is the one show so far the one marvel show that's actually getting a season two isn't it yeah i believe yeah at the end they um had a, a little clip you know end credit scene and then they announced it's going to be a season two so yeah that'll be really fun to see yeah um because he's this whole this whole timeline thing makes it really more difficult to not have a season two because yes. like the timeline splits up and then it just ends. Yeah, and I'm sure so. this show more than any of them is going to directly well WandaVision as well because Wanda is of course going to be in Doctor Strange. But this one, uh, this show more than any of the others, pretty much directly ties in into what's going to be happening with Doctor Strange and oh, the yeah. multiverse of madness. Because you oh, know yeah. we see, I almost, I, I there's a theory that the movie's going to start off with that scene from Loki where the multiverse is splitting off into different universes and then we get to see different parts of it at the very beginning and then we cut over to Doctor Strange and see what he's doing and how he's going to deal with it. Oh yeah, for sure. Now I'm excited to see how um No Way Home also ties in. 
um oh yeah of the timeline splitting there yeah that's um, right so kind of interesting because it shows that dr strange has the ability to either tie back into the multi uh, tie the multiverse back into each itself or completely ruin it right so it showed that no way home scene where dr strange actually destroys the timeline uh it could be very interesting to see how this all plays out with yeah um, the tba or tva um and all that with within loki oh so. yeah definitely um so i think that brings us to our last one uh hawkeye yes um, we're skipping over uh what if by the way because oh, yeah. neither one of us have actually finished it because it was so we did not like it it was whole. so bad it was yeah so bad it was so boring it and, was, basically all you need to know about that show is um so you know how Loki splits uh, off into the different timelines? Basically, What If shows a bunch of different timelines that don't matter and don't mean anything. There's one that literally just has people as zombies. All the yes. Avengers are zombies. It's that It's that ridiculous, and it matters that little. So, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I did not like it. Uh, I watched two episodes and was done with it. Yeah, no, not not, not worth your time at no, all. No, I would, I would have to agree with that. Uh, but anyways, going back, is next is Hawkeye. Hawkeye, which is also not really worth your time that no. much. <laughs> it's... It's it's fun if nothing else. It's kind of a fun show. It takes place during Christmas time, so you know it's like the fun holiday Marvel film. You know, it's got Hawkeye. How serious is it gonna be? Um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to remember what even happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Really, it's not even the Hawkeye show. It's more about um, uh, Kate Bishop. Yeah, Kate is Bishop. What it's about. More mm -hmm. about Kate Bishop becoming the new Archer, the new Hawkeye, because Hawkeye is really starting to get old, I guess, and he yeah. has like a bunch of injuries throughout the show. It makes him feel old. And it's mostly about Kate Bishop. Uh, the show doesn't really get interesting until they bring Yelena back in. Oh, yeah. Black Widow's sister. That's when yeah. it really starts to get interesting. Because um, I'm starting to love her character more and more. She has a lot more uh, charisma and a lot more personality. Than... That was episode three she came in? Or four? Episode four. Episode four. Episode okay. four, yes. I believe it was episode four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, near the end. Um, yeah. but she has a lot more charisma and personality than any of the new characters introduced into the uh, MCU. Um, and the, she's hysterical. She is. <laughs> she actually is. She actually is very funny. Unlike most of these Marvel characters who are just very, you know, quippy, uh, you know, one-liner jokes, and you it just you can tell they're reading it off a script. She actually genuinely seems funny. Oh yeah, for sure. I I just, going back to Black Widow real quick. I love her line where it's such a poser. And then she poses herself and goes, oh. <laughs> it was awful. That was horrible. Mm -hmm. That was so funny. Yeah, that's true. She actually is a very funny character. Um, yeah, I, I do like her a lot in the MCU. The uh, one big plot hole that I noticed at the end, which really bugs me going back to how how Contessa Valentina, you know, hired her at the end of Black Widow to take out Hawkeye, right? Yeah. And I, when, when she finally got introduced, I was like, oh, sweet, you know, this is actually going to be really good. We're going to get to see her, um, you know, go after Hawkeye, and then, uh, you know, Hawkeye's going to have to protect himself, and he's going to have to, you know, try to explain to her that he didn't actually, he was trying in Endgame to kill himself. Like, yeah. he didn't want, nobody wanted a Black Widow to die, but no. it's just the way it worked out. But, of course, she thinks that Hawkeye literally killed her sister so you know she has all this built-up anger and you know hawkeye is still of course you know very upset with himself but has to try to explain to yelena the circumstances and in terms of that it was very interesting the problem the problem is within the show um the, the big problem ultimately is that marvel just keeps expanding and you know the um i think that the directors and the, the executives or whoever's making these films um uh the directors and the producers they keep forgetting 
that they already set up these plot lines. Uh, the big one in Hawkeye was that Contessa Valentina already hired um, Yelena to do the exact same thing that Kate Bishop's mom hired Yelena to do in the show. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but at the end, we find out that it was Kate Bishop's mom who hired Yelena to go after Hawkeye. But we just went over the very same thing like five months earlier in Black Widow where we already had Contessa Valentina hire Yelena to go kill Hawkeye. We didn't need someone else to do that no, because exactly. someone already hired her. So now we had two people that hired um, Yelena to go kill Hawkeye. And what made it even worse is that the show, they tried to make it seem like it was a big twist and they demanded like, ooh, look how clever we are. You didn't see that coming. And it's like, no, we didn't see that coming because that's wrong. Yeah. You already discussed this. Why are you doing this again? No, exactly. Yeah. Maybe because it was an end credit scene where people wouldn't see it, but everyone knows there's end credit scene. Everyone knows there's end credit scene by now. And yeah. at some point, you also had in uh, Far From Home uh, for Spider-Man, uh, they tied in that end credit scene with the new uh, No Way Home. So like they know that end credit scenes are still a thing, and people are watching them. Yeah. Some, so, some people weird. go to see these Marvel movies just to see the end credit scenes. In some cases, they are more important. Then you go um, Shang-Chi, in my opinion, that end credit scene uh, was way more important uh, than any of the other ones. I don't even remember if there was one in, in Eternals. That movie was so bad. I don't remember it. I think there was, but. I'm I sure there remember. was, and I'm sure it was way more important and way more uh, meaningful than the entire film. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Hawkeye, if nothing else, it was fun. Um, but yeah, ultimately a lot, lot of plot holes in that. Uh, also, oh, Kingpin. Kingpin was wasted. Like, absolutely wasted um, in that um, show. I mean, they nerfed him so hard compared to the Daredevil series. That, oh, yeah. That was an embarrassment. Or anything Spider-Man, like, uh, like from, what's his name? What's the movie called? Um, Sony. Spider-Man Into the Multiverse. Or multi into oh, the multiverse. yes. Yeah, that's right. He, he was, was in that one. He was in yeah. that one, too. And he was, like, the main villain. And yeah, he, he was, was a menace so in that cool. one. Yeah. And then in Hawkeye, they, they nerfed the heck out of him. It was ridiculous. I don't even remember him being in that show. I know. I know. That's how bad it was. He was in, like, the very end. Uh, I think he was, like... Um, a cameo, almost. He was Kate Bishop's mom's boss or something. Mm. Um, he had, like, a small mob. But, the, you know, it's just... if Basically, if you want to see a good version of King, Kingpin... Go watch Daredevil or Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Because you will not find it in Hawkeye anywhere. No. I, I don't even remember him being in that, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. It, um, it was a waste. Yeah. That's sad. Hope Did, did he did he die? Uh, well, once again, you know how we were kind of talking earlier about how um, there's so many fake-out deaths going on now? Yeah, no. That's another one you can add to the list. Yeah. Because I believe he was shot at the end, but then we... He was like just shot in the shoulder, so he was like still moving around. So there's yeah. this big dramatic scene where he gets shot, he gets shot, and then he, you know, in the shoulder, he's moving around, and then we cut away. Uh, and it, it seems like he might be dead, but he's probably not. No, I doubt he is. Uh, I just, I just totally forgot he was in that show. <laughs> yeah, he's just so forgettable. That's so embarrassing. Yeah, I know, and I love Kingpin. I, yeah. I was a huge Spider-Man fan that I am. He's like one of my favorite villains. Yeah. So that was really that's really sad. I, that is really sad. No, the sad part is I forgot he was in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know I wouldn't blame yourself because he was just that forgettable. He yeah. Was just that yeah unimportant. Mm -hmm. But. Well, I think that's everything I have. Uh, yeah. Besides Moon Knight, which is coming out uh, March thirtieth. So I think we dive into that another time. I would say so. Yeah, I we definitely so. have the time to. Yeah, because you know. Maybe maybe like a week before it comes out, and then the week it is out, 
and we go through every episode, I'm sure, and we just figure out from there. Well, they're not all coming out at once, are they? It's no, they're not. Thing, no, yeah. no, no. We we go like one week we do this, the one next week we do the next one, the next week we do the next one. You yeah, get well, what I'm saying? We'll probably be doing that up until Doctor Strange because there is like nothing else Marvel related coming oh, yeah. out at the moment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So. All right. Um, I think that's all I got for today, then. That's all I got. Yeah. Um. So thank you all for listening in and tuning in, and we will see you next time.